0: It is the Sports Fix here on Flow FM, and let's have a look at what's going on in baseball across Australia at the moment. There's some big news uh, that Dave Penrose from Baseball Australia is going to talk to us about right now, in fact. Dave, how are you, mate?
1: Doing very well, mate. Plenty of baseball going on, so enjoying all of that.
0: Yes, so we're right into the thicker things at the moment. Uh, before we get stuck into results uh, some really big news uh, particularly for those uh, fans of baseball in south australia uh, coming up in uh, well a little over 10 days or a little under 10 days time now the adelaide giants uh, they're going to be taking on team australia futures in a two-game showcase series. Now, this is coming up in February uh, the 11th and 12th. It'll be um, out there at West Beach and uh, local baseball fans in Adelaide and uh, close to Adelaide will be loving this.
1: Yeah, it's super exciting. So a couple of 7 p.m. games next Friday and Saturday, as you said. And Team Australia Futures will be a really exciting team. It's uh, Fundamentally, going to feature you know a lot of players that are, are the ones that are earmarked to appear at the Olympics in 2028. in LA should you know, Australia qualify through to that, so super exciting, great opportunity. Um, yeah, the Adelaide Giants themselves have a very young team as well, so it's pitting some of the best young talent against some of the best young talent, and will be really good. Team Australia, you know, at any level, don't play a lot on home soil. So obviously, saw sort of the U19 team play up in the Sunshine State against Brisbane Bandits a few weeks ago, and. Didn't pick up a win, but performed really well up there. And, you know, a handful of the guys that are on that team are guys that are affiliated with Major League Baseball organisations. Yep.
0: A lot of these youngsters that will be wearing the green and gold, some for the first time, um, will have um, obviously visions of moving on to uh, the States. Uh, you know, colleges' uh, seasons and getting underway soon. We've got. Uh, of course, spring training getting underway in the next couple of months over there. And I'm sure there'll be some that will hop on planes in the next couple of months and head stateside for that.
1: Yeah, 100%. And the other way coming back, there's quite a few that, as you said, you know, have probably never represented the green and gold. They're, uh, you know, late bloomers and that have then gone through college and developed their game as a result of that. And, you know, back on Australian soil, probably would have competed in the ABL for a one of those clubs if that season wasn't cancelled and, you know, looking for a, an opportunity with a professional organisation back in the US um, with a long-term view of Olympics in 2028. So it should be a really fascinating series down at West Beach.
0: Looking forward to it. And the Giants, of course, are coming off the back of uh, a serious win against the Brisbane Bandits last weekend. And, look, this uh, this Adelaide Giants squad has actually, I think, taken the local baseball landscape here in Adelaide by uh, by storm. Uh, there's lots of talk about uh, this giant squad, given that I think there's 18 homegrown players that are playing regular Division I baseball in this squad at the moment, and they knocked off the the previous champions. So uh, they're pretty proud of their boys at the moment.
1: Yeah, so played quite a few games against Melbourne and, and then Brisbane as well. So um, as you said, 18 local players, local league players obviously a couple of them are imports that you know spent a few years down here or have come to from interstate to play for the Giants and play in the local league but the majority of them being homegrown South Australians so it it builds for a really nice future for the Adelaide Giants they have had that youth focus for quite a few years now um, but it's probably been heavily influenced by interstate players coming in so to be able to nurture some of those local ones really exciting and yeah, you know, the crowd are getting behind them and obviously to, to pick up two wins to one over the Brisbane Bandits who you know, have won what, four of the last six uh, championships. And you know, obviously have fallen back a little bit, but themselves were rolling out quite a lot of young Queensland talent that had helped Queensland to, you know, use 16 title a couple of years ago. So, um, as highly touted prospects as well.
0: Just goes to show, um, that, uh... And we've often thought this here in Adelaide, but um, local baseball in South Australia, is it, it stacks up uh, against the very best out there in the country. Baseball is, is a massive sport in Adelaide and probably doesn't get the spotlight that it deserves. I mean, you, you look at the, uh, the local competition, which we'll get to in a moment, I think they've gone to eight divisions this year in seniors alone. Um, it's a massive sport in Adelaide.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's not just the eight divisions. It's the 13-odd clubs, you know, that are in Division 1 and then a few others that are down in lower divisions as well, which is far greater than any of the other states. You know, a lot of – even New South Wales, with all their population, only have eight in the top tier. Obviously, they have quite a few country leagues and that as well. So, yeah, plenty of depth in South Australian baseball and, you know, really good opportunity for these guys without having the imports come in for an ABL season to have these exhibition games and, and strut their stuff. And, Uh, Obviously, it it probably puts them more on the spotlight than they've ever been before, but you have to look back at, as you said, you know, all the clubs that have developed this talent through their years, through their junior years, and then. Um, you know, Baseball South Australia programs as well. So it's a massive tick for all levels of the sport in SA.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, let's actually have a look at the local competition in uh, South Australia, Baseball SA's uh, Division One competition. And getting to the pointy end of the season now, um, West Torrens uh, copped a massive loss through the week. It was only their third loss of the season. And all of a sudden, uh, Henley and Grange are licking their lips, eyeing off that top spot. But, Wow, nobody saw this coming. Sturt absolutely towed them up on Tuesday night.
1: Yeah, they certainly did. So 12-1 win, so really strong pitching. They piled on the, the runs early. Um, and to hand West Torrens, a second straight loss after they'd lost to Henley and Grange, who, as you said, are right behind them now. So Harrison Nucky driving in four runs. It uh, cranked early three-run homer for Sturt at home there. So they are hanging around as well. It's going to be a really interesting uh, race to the Premiership.
0: Uh, it is. Um, some other, uh, I guess, interesting results. We go back to the weekend uh East Torrens knocked off Glenelg uh, to keep them in the uh, the finals picture, but they had a disappointing loss to Kensington uh, way off the pace on Tuesday night, East Torrens, so it went down 11-3. So, look, they're teetering on the brink of uh, – of, and I really did think that they would be the ones that would probably pop in instead of Southern Districts, but Southern Districts are, are hanging on to that sixth spot and look likely to probably cling on to it uh, ahead of the finals.
1: Yeah, East Torrance obviously weren't able to back up the result on Tuesday night whilst Southern District got a 10-6 win over Adelaide and sort of took care of one that they need to. will pick up those wins over the teams that are lower ranked than them. And if they can do that you know, with a, um, a three-game advantage over seventh and 8th place Woodville and East Torrens that are sort of tied up there at 8-11 they can continue to do that the Southern Districts will be heading back to the finals
0: yeah I mean the, the two big movers of recent times have certainly been uh, Goodwood and Sturt so and look Sturt has had I, I guess probably their best week of the season they absolutely flogged Kensington on Saturday 16 zip nobody saw that coming and then uh, we, we talked about uh, what they did midweek so uh, they're flying at the moment. The uh, the the Saints they're going beautifully.
1: Yeah, they've got a scary lineup, a really scary lineup with their offense and having guys like Rickson and Winger if that comes down and play for the Adelaide Giants in that. But yeah, you know, J- Jackson Bradner russ on the mound was really impressive the other day. So they have strong pitching. They obviously um, started the season a little bit short-handed with a few guys out with injury. They've had a couple of guys step up, a couple of guys come back, and um, uh, back to you know, almost full strength or as full strength as they can be for this summer. So they definitely won the watch as we head into finals.
0: Well, their last two games through through this week, they are 28-1 winners in, uh, well, it would be less than 18 innings of baseball, but about 16 innings of baseball against Kensington and West Torrens. Now that is firing a warning shot.
1: Yeah, it's not, not beating up the lowly ranked teams. as You're playing first and fifth there, so really impressive.
0: Now, uh, the other team which has made somewhat of a little bit of a move, they're just tacked back onto the finals race now, is Port Adelaide. They uh, knocked off Woodville 7-4 on Tuesday night. All of a sudden, they're within four games now of sixth spot, with a few games to play. So it's not out of the realms of possibility, but i tell you what, it's a massive dent for Woodville. The Senators had to win that game, and they blew it.
1: Yeah, and they had it. They had it. They were up 4-2 heading into the fifth, and... Port added a run in the fifth and four in the top of the sixth. Brodie Ariola drove in the uh, go ahead run there, so as Port Adelaide pulled off a seven four win, so definitely had the W there for their taking and just couldn't couldn't finish it off. Josh Tolls had been really impressive for two on the mound. He struck out nine and only gave up a couple of runs and was in line for the win. But um, yeah, Port Adelaide coming back and just doing enough. They probably haven't had the consistency across the season, but you know, mathematically giving themselves an opportunity.
0: And uh, if we just quickly look ahead to uh, Saturday's uh, matchups, uh, look, it, it's all about what's happening at Henley and Grange, let's be honest. Uh, Henley and Grange take on West Torrens, the battle for top spot.
1: Yeah, it doesn't get much bigger than that. So yeah, it's a clear leader for the game of the week. So it should be a really entertaining one. And um, West Torrens, obviously, having lost two on the trot, they'll be looking to bounce back.
0: Mm. and uh, one more to keep on uh, an eye on this weekend this is an important game Um, at Port Adelaide the Magpies taking on Southern Districts now if South win this that banishes Port Adelaide they're cooked but tell you what there'll be a couple of other teams barracking for Port Adelaide in this one if they can win this then all of a sudden it just tightens up that race for sixth spot a little bit
1: yeah and we've spoken about the importance of those games against the teams in and around here you know Port Adelaide if they drop that one then they back up against Kensington midweek. So you'd be looking at a, a couple of losses in a row probably. So, yeah, really want to, they'd want to take care of that. Could it make it a very fascinating race for sixth spot. Yep.
0: Now in Melbourne, what's happening over there? They're back in action uh, for their local comp as well?
1: They have been back in action. So there was five games over the weekend with Blackburn, Melbourne, Sunshine, uh, Waverley, and also the Melbourne Demons picking up wins on the weekend. So... Uh, been yeah, a few weeks back in. So every team's been handed a loss. Now when we last spoke, there was a couple, uh, Geelong and Essendon, that hadn't been handed a defeat. But despite having lost a game in the past few weeks, both of those teams are sitting up at the top of the rankings, and then Waverley as well are six and three. So uh, big bit of a uh, logjam after that. Really going to be a tight race for those final spots over there.
0: Seems to be a tighter competition than uh, than. Is normally the case in Melbourne this year. Has it got anything to do with lack of imports? COVID uh, just making it uh, a really uh, exactly a local competition. And I mean, I know we normally have ABL players that sort of disappear around about this time of year as well, which evens things up. But um, I mean, the, the the standouts aren't quite standing out as much as they normally do.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's probably a little bit of the the ABL guys playing there more regularly. They're quite well spread across the clubs. There's not one that you know is heavily loaded with ABL talent. Um, so it's made it quite interesting. Also, obviously starting a little bit later. You know, they've uh, played between eight and ten games. Although those teams compared to you know in South Australia are up to about eighteen. So haven't been able to create quite that buffer. But it's going to be really interesting with uh, you know. 5 teams, they're locked on six wins and uh, one above them, Geelong Baycats are eight and one, so it's going to be a tight race to the finish line there
0: It will be, alright, well I look forward to catching up with you next week and talking more about baseball across the country uh, Dave, uh, great chatting with you as always mate, uh, enjoy uh, the baseball this weekend
1: Looking forward to it
2: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you, what do you do when you win?